When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Quite astonishingly brilliant. I mean, New Zealand, some of them would have gone to bed last night thinking, gee, if we could knock over England, this would be great. Without Kane Williamson. But I don't think any of them would have, in their wildest dreams, imagined an annihilation like this. I don't think anyone around the cricket world would have seen this. And that's it. An unbeaten partnership of 273 will take New Zealand home. They win by nine wickets. Devon Conway, 152 not out. And young Rachin Ravindra. The world will take note of this boy. The name, 123 from 96 on debut. Without Tim Sally there, injured. Without Lockie Ferguson today, injured. Without Kane Williamson, injured. They were down to the bare bones going into game one. And somehow they've pulled out a performance which has shocked this tournament and it's only the first day and night. And it will have shocked the world, really. Uh, indeed, well said, Ravi Shastri, and the one, the only, Mr. Ian Smith, a quite extraordinary victory for the Black Caps. And as uh, someone rather pithily points out on text, double eight, double three, uh, the most important aspect of the win over England was that we won the boundary count back, 38-27. They only hit 21 fours. No one likes to correct her. I love them. Uh, how good. Ben Strang, of course, a familiar voice to the show, to the station, has even done a cricket commentary for us. Had a late one. Not out at the pub where he's pretty darn good, but on the couch watching this game. I assume, Ben Strang, you had some designs on going to bed last night. Yeah, I mean, that was the plan. I was I was at work until the, the first innings ended. So, you know, that, that was always the plan. I, I watched the first innings and, you know, Devin Conway's a good mate, so I like to watch him bat. And uh, I thought, oh, I'll just watch till he gets out. He didn't get out. So, uh <laughs> So I had a late one, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's walk our way through this game. At the toss, New Zealand announced their team, announced their bowling first with basically three frontline bowlers. What are you thinking at that stage? I mean, w- w- yeah, when the team came out, I was worried. Let's put it that way. I, I, I think looking at the, the state of the bowling lineup, Particularly probably after sort of 10 or so overs, it looked like England were England. And, uh, you know, if they, they'd taken to Trent Bolt, of all people. And you're just sort of thinking, well, they've only got three frontline bowlers. Matt Henry was superb in that opening spell. Uh, he was all over Milan, David Milan. It was a, a fantastic spell of bowling. But you just thought, okay, so the pressure here is on Mitchell Santner. Trent Bolt is is off his game. They've They've taken to him. And then there's just bits and pieces. Like, how is New Zealand going to get through this bowling innings and restrict England? I think I tweeted at one point saying, you know, 350-plus is on here. Like, England looked like they could absolutely dominate this innings. And then through very good captaincy, I'd say, from Tom Latham, the way that he used his bowlers, the way that he reintroduced Trent Bolt and Matt Henry at key times to get key wickets – 
And just the, the performance, I think, of Matt Henry and Mitchell Santner, two fantastic spells of bowling, and Trent Bolt came back. Uh, it was it was a performance that was far better with the ball than what I expected when I saw that team named. Do you have been blessed with uh, Bolt and Salvi across uh, formats, but Matt Henry, the one-day bowler, mate, how good is that bloke? Like his record is now stacking up with some of the very best. 133 wickets in 76 matches at 25, and an economy a tick over five. Yeah, it's funny because I, I was talking to somebody uh, a couple of days ago, and we were we were sort of going through who we thought the key players might be. And you know, Dale Stain for Crick Info says that Trent Bolt will be the number one bowler at this World Cup. He's he's the biggest threat he says at this World Cup as far as pace bowlers go. Um, but I, I I actually said I thought Matt Henry is kind of one of the key cogs here because. You know, if somebody does have an off day, you know, you don't want it to be Matt Henry. You need Matt Henry to be solid and reliable and as he has been, you know, dating back to the last World Cup. And so Trent Bolt did have an off day and Matt Henry was just absolutely on his game. He had the ball on a string, nipping it away from the left-hander. He was superb, just just relentless. I, I think that's probably the word for this whole performance was relentless. Um Matt Henry was absolutely relentless with the lines he was bowling, with the lengths, and just didn't let the English batsman off the hook at all. Yeah. Matt, Matt Henry, in, in 2024, will be 10 seasons he's played one-day international cricket. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I, just, I just don't think we understand how good a contributor in one-day cricket this guy's been. He has not had a bad year in, in one-day international cricket. His worst year, as far as average, is 32, where he took 17 wickets in 2015. You know, it's just so impressive. But but you t- you you point out Trent Bolt um, pulled a bat beautifully. They put him under pressure early on. Mitchell Santner's drawn into the attack inside ten overs, and that was the first sort of uh, punt maybe Latham made that worked a treat. Yeah, yeah, it was um, like I say that I thought the captaincy was was very good. The way that he went through his bowlers, so, I mean, it was clear that he wanted to get ten out of. Bolt, Henry, and Santner, and early on, you've got to be wondering, what do we do here with Trent Bolt? Uh, for, for the second ball of the World Cup to be flicked with a relative ease over, you know, deep backward square for six by Johnny Bairstow, it was kind of, it felt like a real warning shot from England about their intent for this World Cup. And that opening spell wasn't great from Trent Bolt. He was he was pumped, let's be honest. Uh, but yeah, the the way that he was reintroduced, the way that he uh, settled into sort of those uh, middle overs, and and then later on as well, he was just accurate. He he found his lines and lengths a lot better than he did early on. Uh, yeah, it, it was a good comeback from Trent Bolt, uh, but it, he was, I guess, allowed in some ways to do that just by how tight and how brilliant uh, Matt Henry and Mitchell Santner was. I thought Santner early on on a pitch that at the time wasn't really turning was so tight, didn't give anything away, no loose balls, uh, you know, the, the types of deliveries that we saw from the English spinners, uh, you know, over-pitching or, or too short at times. Mitchell Santon wasn't doing it. He was he, he didn't get hit for a boundary in his 10 exactly. overs. That, that's superb. Yeah, not one four, not one six. 26 <laughs> dot balls, two for 37 off 10 overs, uh, quite magnificent. Uh, Rachin Ravindra got a huge wicket with the ball. Golden arm, Glenn Phillips. 
<laughs> I, I, I'm I'm serious. To get the number three and five, um, maybe maybe it's just then you think it's your day. Yeah, yeah. I saw a story on stuff from a couple of years ago saying Glenn Phillips might might enjoy bowling more than anybody else in New Zealand. He, he loves when he gets to roll the arm over, and you could see it. I mean, two huge to get Joe Root out. I mean, that's just. Um, yep, reverse sweeping, whatever. But uh, but to sneak one through, Moen Ali as well. Two huge wickets from a very unlikely source. And you know, you know, I, I guess there's luck involved in that. And uh, you know, you wouldn't deny that. But again, you come back to the fact that he bowled one over at the in, in his first spell, let's call it, and got the wicket of Moen Ali. Then he was pulled off. Um, you know. Uh, Latham went straight to another player to to try to make the most of that little breakthrough, um, and then he comes back and takes another wicket. It's just the way that Latham cycled through the bowlers at the right times was fantastic. Because, like I say, it looked like a three fifty plus score early on. The, the wicket looked amazing, uh, and yeah. yet every time, almost every time, Latham made a change, a wicket fell. It was it was fantastic captaincy. Yeah, uh, it did look like a really good wicket. You're right. I'm not going to talk about the seats, Ben. I'm not. I think this is going to be an ongoing problem. We'll deal it. We'll deal with it down the line because we do need to focus on the positives today. And let's get into this run chase. Wow, 283 for the loss of one. They lose Will Young with the first ball of the second over. Devin Conway. We know he's capable of this. We. We have been so blessed with Devin Conway in our lives as Black Cats fans. He's a phenomenal talent across any form of the game. Ruchin Ravindra, and you know this well, Ben. You're in the same city as I. Wellington fans, New Zealand cricket fans, you know, a little bit later to the piece when they, when they started recognising his talent, have been dreaming on this kid for a while. The, the talent's always been there. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, Ruchin Ravindra is, is a, a funny case because... You know, as you say, Wellingtonians know. Wellingtonians know that he has spent his entire childhood getting up at 5 a.m. with his dad, going down to the nets, getting on the bowling machine, hitting thousands of balls. His work ethic is second to none. And they have known, you know, in Wellington for a long time that this little kid from Hut Rec is going to be a, a, an absolute star. And, you know, he makes his, his debut as a very, very young man. And maybe the last couple of years he hasn't, Developed, let's say, in the New Zealand setup, and quite the way that people were hoping, just because of how um, highly he is regarded for such a young man. But let's not forget, he's only 23 years old, and he's done this at a World Cup. 23, New Zealand's youngest centurion, uh, the the youngest being before this, Nathan Astle at Ahmedabad uh, in '96. Uh, amazing parallels there. But he has absolutely announced himself on the world cricket scene with this performance. Um, you know, there's there's no hiding now. People know who Rachin Ravindra is. I, I liked there was a there was a moment where the commentators were talking about Mark Wood coming into the attack and bowling absolute rockets at, at 150 Ks plus. And Rachin Ravindra took to him in the first over, pulled him for six, uh, hit him for a couple of fours, just absolutely dealt to him. And the commentators were wondering how he would deal with pace. And, you know, if you think about it, there's a there's another kid at uh at Hutt District's Cricket Club, uh, Ben Sears, who bowls at a similar yeah. pace, probably doesn't quite have the control that Mark Wood has. So that's probably a scarier proposition in the nets, <laughs> facing 150 plus when he doesn't quite know where it's going. 
And so he's used to it. And he also cranks that bowling machine at ridiculous speeds from what I've been told. This kid was ready for rockets from Mark Wood. Mark Wood, five overs for 55 runs. Absolutely deleted Mark Wood. This is uh, an impressive performance. And that's without even talking about Devin Conway. (laughs) Rachin's just announced himself. It's incredible. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that last line might end up on social media. What a great line. Deleted. And, and remember, kids, boys and girls, Mark Wood was the point of difference for England in the Ashes. Once a Mark Wood came into the Ashes, it was a completely different ball game. Uh, but not for Roach and Ravind. Devin Conway, I know you're really close friends, um, but what can you say? 152 off 121. It's a shame he's not 24. <laughs> it is a shame. Oh, yeah, I mean, this is... It's it's funny watching uh, Dev because I do know him so well, and and I can see little mannerisms and stuff as he's playing. And to be honest, you know that first ball of the innings, Chris Wokes over pitches. Dev just eases it through the covers for four. And you know, remember this is a World Cup debut for for Devin Conway, a World Cup debut for Rajan Ravindra. That that is uh, easy as you like, just just sort of served up on a platter for him. First ball. Another one comes a few balls later, another four through the covers, uh, even better this time through extra cover, I think it was. It, it was kind of at that moment that it was like, okay, Devin Conway's on today. Like, th- this is this is a very, very good start. He's seen the ball very early. It just looked very, very easy, even though it was 140 clicks from Chris Wokes. Uh, you know, great that Chris Wokes was off his, uh, off his game today because that was some, um, that was, that certainly eased the start for them. But, but don't don't forget either. Sam Curran started with two straight wicket made, uh, you know, a wicket maiden, and then another maiden in the second over. He had the ball on a string. He was swinging it. He was causing problems. You know, for for, for as good as Devin Conway was, that second over that uh, Sam Curran bowled, he was all over Devin Conway, and probably in the third as well. It took some time for them to get on top of Sam Curran, but then. The last four overs, Sam Curran bowled, went for 47 runs. I mean, this is kind of a – really sums up the innings that New Zealand saw off any of the difficult stuff. Uh, I thought Adil Rashid at times bowled really well, getting a lot of turn out of footmarks, um, you know, well outside the off stump of the left-handers. Uh, Moen Ali as well beat the, beat the outside edge a couple of times, getting a bit of turn. But they saw through some of those tough overs – and then capitalised when anything strayed. I've, I don't think I've seen a batting performance from a New Zealand team that was quite as ruthless as that. Anything slightly overpitched went to the boundary. Anything slightly for, uh, short went to the boundary. There was there were very few deliveries that weren't good balls that weren't put away. It was ruthlessly efficient from this Black Caps team. In Test and One Day International Cricket, Devin Conway is averaging 100 every five and a half innings. Five and a half innings. It's bonkers, mate. Kane Williamson in those two forms is about seven and a half. When when you're beating Kane Williamson comfortably by something, um, it shows how special um, a talent he is. And when you factor in him and maybe Kane Williamson coming back, what do you do with Rutsch and Ravindra? And Will Young. Yeah. Yeah. When you when you think about Dev, I mean, this is, it's clearly Devin Conway is making up for lost time. The fact that he started his international career probably later than than many players. And, and since that moment, he has seized every opportunity. Since that 200 at Lords on test debut, 
he he has been an, a, a massive problem for opposition bowling attacks. And and as they said in the commentary, like what is his weakness? Where, where do you bowl to him? And, and the only thing I can come up with is you've just got to bowl around the wicket and, and arrow in on the top of off stump and try to not give him anything. Like that's that's about it. And then when they were doing that, he decided to the likes of Sam Curran. Okay, he's bowling really well. I'm gonna come down the wicket and try to put him off his game. You know, and and so he just tweaked what he was doing when he was um, struggling with a bowler to to avoid that issue. Like, what else are you supposed to do to to somebody who's batting like that? I think it is going to be very very interesting now to see what the the first eleven is, if you like, like you like you say there, Kane Williamson will obviously come back. Uh, Lockie Ferguson as well. I'm sure they want to get into the squad because he offers something much different with the ball. I'm also a little surprised. I, I was a little surprised with the selection that Ish Sodi didn't play because I think yes. he could have been a handful on that wicket with a lot of bounce early. Um, more and more turn as the game went on. He's also been working on a flipper when he was in England. I think that's the one that he dragged down as one of the worst balls you've ever seen in your life. Uh, but he's been working on that as well. So he's got great variety. I was surprised he didn't play. Uh, but, you know, I, is Will Young going to be the one to go? Or, you know, I suspect that they could drop Mark Chapman out. They could move Rachin up to open uh, and maybe slot Will Young down at, four or five uh, I think that could work and then somebody like James Nation might might miss out to Lockie Ferguson and then they still bat deep because Mitchell Santner was batting nine in this game if he was required that was a very deep batting lineup I suspect Will Young will get another chance but it remains to be seen well we'll put that out to our listeners uh, Ben I'm sure they'll offer their uh, opinions on that. Uh, everyone loves debating picking a cricket side. Thanks so much for slogging through the night. Uh, I, I'm sure it was well worth it. I'm sure it was well worth it. And thanks so it much was. for taking our call today, mate. <laughs> we'll catch up with you soon, I hope. Uh, cheers. Look forward to it. Have a good one.